Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name is Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown facts. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on social media at Back of the Card Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let us know what your score is. Well, an interesting week of sports. Definitely, I haven't seen Patrick Mahomes that upset in a really long time. So it was very interesting. And yes, Kadarius Tony was lined up offsides. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. And, you know, you just got to deal with it and continue to move on. But a lot of good things did happen this weekend. And we're going to start right off the top talking about one of the most prestigious awards in college football. And that is the Heisman Trophy. Jaden Daniels won it this year, quarterback for LSU. For me, it seemed like, like, yeah, we were kind of leading up to it, but at the same point, it kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. But still, good for him to be able to see it, the third LSU quarterback to win it. So all these questions have to do about with the Heisman and some of the people that have won it in the past, all that sort of stuff. So let's get started with question number one. Within three, what year was the first year the Heisman Trophy was handed out? Question number two. Who is the only player to win the Heisman twice? Question number three. What position has won the Heisman 36 times, almost double the next closest position? Question number four. Name two of the four schools that have the most Heisman winners at seven. Question number five. With the exception of 2020, what city is the host for where the Heisman is traditionally handed out? And question number six. Since 1999, what can a Heisman Trophy winner never do? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's give you some answers here on the Heisman Trophy. So question number one. Within three, what year was the first year the Heisman Trophy was handed out? Well, it was handed out in 1935. So in order to get the point there, we would have had to say between 1932 and 1938. So yeah, that's one of the reasons why this is the most prestigious award in college football, just because it has been continuously running since 1935. It is the oldest uh, continuously running award available for an individual player since the creation of college football. Question number two, who is the only player to win the Heisman Trophy twice? Well, that would be Archie Griffith of Ohio State. He won it in 1974 and 1975. And Archie is a prime example of just because you've won the Heisman Trophy doesn't mean you're going to have success in the NFL. He never really took off in the NFL. And that's because, you know, sometimes in college, the players you play with are better than the ones you get to play with in the NFL and just didn't have a good career in the NFL. Question number three, what position has won the Heisman 36 times, almost double the next closest position? Well, that would be quarterback. Quarterback has won it 36 times. Now, the running back has won it 21 times, and a halfback 
has won it 17 times. So I guess if you say that the primary ball carrier, how many times have they won it, then you'd say they've won it a total of 38 times. But in terms of position, the halfback's kind of gone away. Running back is still around them. Question number four, name two of the four schools that have the most Heisman winners at seven. Well, you had to guess one of these, two of these four schools. You have Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and USC. All four of those schools have a total of seven Heisman Trophy winners. Now, USC, I mean, you can argue whether or not Reggie Bush's was supposed to be vacated or not, but they have technically had seven different individuals win the Heisman Trophy. Question number five, with the exception of 2020, obviously COVID year, what city is the host for where the Heisman is traditionally handed out? Well, that would be New York City. They always go down to New York City. I used to be at the athletic club down there. Now they've kind of moved venues a little bit, but it's always in New York City. Obviously, 2020 was an anomaly due to everything that was going on. But for the ever every year since it's in New York City. And then last but not least, question number six. Since 1999, what can a Heisman Trophy winner never do? That would be sell their Heisman Trophy. Now, there have been players in the past who have sold their Heisman Trophy. And if you were a winner before 1999, you technically can sell your Heisman. OJ Simpson famously sold his Heisman in 1999 for like $230,000 or something like that. But... If you have won the Heisman since 1999, you are not allowed to sell that Heisman. And it makes sense. That's supposed to be a prestigious award. If people are just going off and selling them at random, then it doesn't add to the prestige at all. Let's continue on now into round number two. And round number two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is Heisman Trophy winners. For this round, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name a year. You simply have to tell me who won the Heisman that year. So let's get started with question number one. 2022. Question number two. 2021. Question number three. 2020. Question number four. 2019. Question number five, 2018. And question number six, 2017. The good news is all these guys are still in the NFL. Now you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I may have forgotten these winners or maybe you've gotten them mixed up already. That's okay. There's been a ton of Heisman Trophy winners. We're coming up uh, in a couple years on the 100th anniversary, so it's more than okay. Let's get started with question number one. 2022. Well, last year's winner, that was Caleb Williams, who looked strong at the beginning of the year, but has since kind of dwindled. Will still probably be a first round draft pick because that kid is a talent at quarterback. Question number two, 2021, that would be Bryce Young, a very talented player, did come back the next year, obviously did not win it the next year. Caleb Williams did, but still a talented collegiate player. Question number three, 2020, that would be Devonta Smith. Yes, I still have nightmares of Devonta Smith playing against Ohio State in that national championship game, but still a very talented player. And depending on how you feel about him fantasy-wise, definitely could be a solid player on your fantasy team going into the playoffs. 
Question number four, 2019, that would be Joe Burrow. So yeah, we, that was the second LSU quarterback to win the Heisman. Definitely having a good NFL career. Unfortunately, is injured right now. But hey, it was recently his birthday as well. Question number five, we have 2018. That would be Kyler Murray. As long as Modern Warfare isn't out, he seems to be like he's a decent player. Uh, definitely good to see him healthy again. Definitely see how he'll close out the year and see what the Cardinals do moving forward. And then 2017, that would be Baker Mayfield. Now, I said that all these players are in the NFL. Boy, Baker definitely flirted with not being in the NFL there for a, for a second or two. But, yep, he's still in the NFL. Definitely was the back to helped him and Kyler were back-to-back -back winners for Oklahoma and definitely a good little lineage there as well. It seems like, and so those were the last six winners, excluding Jaden uh, Daniels. Those are the last six winners, and Lincoln Riley is attached to three of them. Just kind of a cool connection there as well. So let's continue on now into round number three. Round number three is our connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. And that's going to be the sixth question is what is the connection between those five answers? So let's get started with question number one. What city is known for their tea party they had in 1773? Question number two. Where would you find the famous statue of Rocky in front of a library? Question number three. Despite being the New York Giants and the New York Jets, what city do the Giants and Jets normally play in? Question number four. What city is the location of the United States Military Academy? Question number five. What city was founded by an English Quaker who advocated for religious freedom in 1682? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to make that connection, then I will return. Nailed it just as the music was starting up again. Perfect. All right, let's see if we can make some contact. So question number one, what city is known for their tea party they had in 1773? Well, that would be Boston. Obviously, we're talking about the Boston Tea Party there. Question number two, where would you find the famous statue of Rocky in front of a library? Well, that would be Philadelphia. That is, of course, the iconic the picture, the statue of Rocky holding his arms up. That is just an iconic. And you got to walk up those, run up those steps. There's a lot of them. So I wish you nothing but the best of luck. Question number three. Despite being the New York Giants and New York Jets, what city do the Giants and Jets normally play in? Well, that would be East Rutherford, New Jersey. That is the location of the Meadowlands, and that's where the Giants and the Jets play their home games. Question number four, what city is the location of the United States Military Academy? Well, that would be West Point. Now, technically, West Point is in New York. So if you had said West Point, New York, yeah, give yourself an extra bonus point there for that as well. And then question number five, what city was founded by the English Quaker who had advocated for religious freedom in 1682? Well, that would be 
Philadelphia. So yeah, we had two answers of Philadelphia in there. It was it was founded by William Penn, and yes, that is the William Penn that eventually found like William Penn College, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, same guy. Anyway, uh, we had answers such as Boston, Philadelphia, East Rutherford, New Jersey, West Point, and Philadelphia. The connection there. Those are the last locations of the Army-Navy game. Now, traditionally, the Army-Navy game was played in Philadelphia, but recently they have started moving it primarily on that east coast there. But they have played in the Rose Bowl before, and I think they're looking to potentially move it out there again sometime soon. And that's going to lead us into our next category. And category round number four is simply titled the Army-Navy game. Now, this is a traditional game. It is played every year. It's a standalone game, and I feel like that is the right call. So we're going to have a little bit of fun with this one, and all these questions have to do with the Army-Navy game. So let's get started with question number one. Within three, what year did Army and Navy first play against each other? Question number two. Within three, how many times has Army and Navy played each other? Question number three. Within two, when was the last team, Army or Navy, to win a national championship in football? Question number four. How many times since 1963 have both Army and Navy came into the game with both teams having a winning record? Question number five. What legendary Cowboys quarterback was the last Heisman Trophy winner from either team winning a Heisman in 1968 as a member of the Naval Academy? And question number six. Who was the first sitting U.S. president to attend the Army-Navy game? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music trying to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's see if we can get you some answers here on Army-Navy. So question number one, within three... What year did Army and Navy first play against each other? That would be 1890. So in order to get the point there, you would have had to say between 1887 and 1893. Now, Navy did win that game 24 to nothing. Now, that this game is played traditionally every single year, but there was a 10-year hiatus in there between when they did not play each other and, you know, that might have something to course correlate with some wars that were going on at the time. But let's move on to question number two. Within three, how many times has Army and Navy played each other? They've played each other 124 times. So in order to get the point there, you would have to say between 121 and 127. And now, as of now, Navy does lead the series 62 wins to 55 losses and seven ties between the two. So... As of right now, Navy does lead that. But again, if you do the math there, that doesn't quite math just right. There was, like I said, there was a 10-year period in there that the two teams did not play each other, but they have played each other every year since. 
And then question number three. Within two, when was the last team, either Army or Navy, to win a national championship in football? Well, that would have been 1946. So in order to get the point there, would have had to say between 1944 and 1948, and that was won by Army. Now, traditionally, way, way, way back in that time, the Army-Navy game was oftentimes a determiner of to who was going to be competing for a national championship. Obviously, since that time, it's kind of gone by the wayside in terms of how good these teams actually are, but it hasn't taken away from the prestige of the game at all. Question number four, how many times since 1963 have both Army and Navy come into the game with both teams having a winning record? Well, that would be four times. Those four times being 1996, 2010, 2016, and 2017. So those are the only four times that since 1963 that both teams have had a winning record. And again, that's that has something to do with the fact that, you know, college football has kind of come up a little bit. Uh, the players are a lot more talented. They're not all as getting ready for to fight a war unlike what they were before that time. So that explains why that has kind of separated themselves a little bit. But question number five. What legendary Cowboys quarterback won the Heisman, was the last Heisman Trophy winner from either team winning a Heisman in 1968 as a member of the Naval Academy? Well, that would be Roger Staubach. He, of course, is a legendary Cowboys quarterback. He set many records and, of course, won a couple of Super Bowls with the Cowboys as well. And then question number six, who was the first sitting U.S. president to attend the Army-Navy game? Well, that would be Theodore Roosevelt. Now, obviously, several, several, several presidents have gone since. Matter of fact, I believe the last president not to go might have been Ford, and that's just because he was a little bit busy and didn't have a whole lot of time to be able to go to the game. So that makes sense, but a lot of presidents have gone to this game, and it's just it's a fantastic game. I love the pageantry of it. It's just it's a knockout, dragout game every single year. Um, definitely two teams that you will not find any more respect for each other. They respect each other so much before the game, after the game. There's so many traditions. I, I love watching it. It's so much fun. Let's wrap up today's game with round number five, and this round is simply titled College Puppies. For this round, we're going to have a little bit of fun. I'm going to name a college dog. You just have to tell me what school do they represent. So a little bit of fun here with the college dog. So question number one, Ugga. Question number two, Reveille. Question number three, Smokey. Question number four, Handsome Dan. Question number five, Jonathan the Husky. And question number six, Mission the Husky. All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, then we will wrap up today's game with some good old boys. I would like it to be known that I did not write these questions or come up with them. Milo did, so all credit goes to Milo on that one. He is my Cavalier King Charles. 
he feels like he represents the king and queen of England. So he says that he ranks outranks all these dogs. And for him, for that, that makes sense. Let's get started with question number one. Ugga. Ugga obviously is the University of Georgia. If you were to spell out um, U-G-A as in the University of Georgia, you get Ugga. So that is the famous bulldog that everyone seems to love down there and always love watching him sit on a bag of ice as well. Question number two, Reveille. Well, someone in Texas just lost their mind because it is Texas A&M. We should hire him, uh, Reveille, as the head coach. I have a feeling that if they tried to fire him, they wouldn't have to pay him as much. They just have to give him a bunch of treats and chicken and beef. So might be less expensive if Texas A&M went that route for their next coach. Just saying. Question number three, Smokey. This is the Blue Tick Hound. This is the University of Tennessee. Um, definitely, it's always cool to see him on the sidelines. And he's one of my favorite dogs to see on the sideline as well. Question number four, Handsome Dan. Well, that would be... Yale. He's been their mascot, their um, dog mascot for a long, long time. They've that's he's one of the first original real dog mascots in all of college sports. Question number five: Jonathan the Husky. Well, that would be hopefully the Husky kind of gave it away. That would be UConn. If you had kind of leaned towards schools that have Huskies for mascots, you might have leaned that way. You might have said them. You might have said um. A couple other schools, and that's also where we will end with question number six of Mission the Husky. This one is Northern Illinois University. So again, a couple of different Huskies. You could have gone out there. We decided not to go with Washington's mascot today, but Mission is at Northern Illinois, and then Jonathan is over at UConn. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Wherever you can, leave us a five-star review, thumbs up, you know, whatever they're doing these days to kind of help promote the show as well. Make sure you're following us on social media at Back of the Car Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in, and I will see you next time.